Hello and welcome to From No Crypto to No Crypto, a cryptocurrency podcast. This is Blockchain Wayne, and today's episode is brought to us by CoinSierra's Club, a mobile private key wallet and point of sale solution, one of the fastest and most secure of its kind, helping cryptocurrency become mainstream. And a little bit of insight as to why we have partnered with CoinSierra's Club is because our goals align as far as helping cryptocurrency to become mainstream. One of the reasons of this podcast is to keep people up to date. Those that are looking for information on the cryptocurrency market with a little bit of education mixed in, that is our goal because whether the price, no matter what the price action is day to day, the most important thing is widespread adoption of cryptocurrency. That is going to trump any kind of market action we see day to day. But let's take a look at the market update. Bitcoin slumps again, down right over 2%. Some altcoins have been showing some recovery. Uh, of course, they have been hit the hardest over the last couple months, but that is where we're looking at right now. Still feel we're kind of in that limbo, you know, up 2%, down 2% day to day. We're still seeing some sideways, move, sideways movements, hoping for a break to the upside very soon. A little bit more of insight. So I mentioned altcoins. Some altcoins are showing signs of recovery. And guys, I don't know how to, best way to word this is there's a lot of dumb money flowing into altcoins. It's diluting money that needs to go towards legitimate cryptocurrency projects. And let me just give an example. So, and not saying every cryptocurrency out there that's an altcoin is garbage, but there are a lot that really have no premise. There's even a few that the developers haven't even worked on in several years. So nobody's, it's not even an active project, but people are still buying and selling these cryptocurrencies on exchanges. And that's really where education is key because there's nothing wrong with taking a gamble, taking a bet on a cryptocurrency that, that has a very low price, very low market cap for the chance for it to shoot up, but at least do your research, know what it stands for, know what its purpose is, its intent, and what are they doing to move that mainstream? Just looking at, so the app that I use on my phone to track cryptocurrency values day to day and set alerts is CoinStats. That's one of the ones I use. They list over 996 cryptocurrencies on the app. And then if you go to coinmarketcap.com, which is the website I use a lot for research, uh, or at least to link me to the research, they list over 1,752 cryptocurrencies. Now, with that being said, there are way more cryptocurrencies than that. Just many of them are not listed on these two sites. And, and quite honestly, there may be some out there that have some great use, some great premise. You know, one of my things a year ago, I did some research on CoinCierge Club, which was launching, and saw what they were doing in the Vegas scene. And now they're spreading that to a global scene and really see a lot of promise and a and, and lot, of, lot of future potential in that cryptocurrency. So that is one that, that, we, uh, that we look to affiliate with. So that is it. Just wanted to give my little insight. There's a lot of money flowing into altcoins, but make sure you're doing your research and putting money where it belongs to be, because if not, it's diluting the money that could be going towards legitimate projects or the value which would show it more of a true value instead of having the market diluted by all of these altcoins. So, so top stories of the day today, uh, Representative Bob Goodlot, who is out of Virginia, he is also the chair of the House Judiciary Committee, is going to be the, become the first member of Congress to disclose his Bitcoin holdings. So there was a memo that came out back in June 18th issued by the House Ethics Committee where they wanted lawmakers to reveal any digital token holdings they have over $1,000. 
they're expecting his holdings to be between $17,000 and $80,000 worth of Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, and Ethereum. And since the new rule stipulates a 45-day transaction reporting with next year's financial disclosure, several members of Congress are likely to disclose that. Now, what does that mean for the cryptocurrency space? Again, I said I focus on things that are going to help us go mainstream. Finding out that different elected officials are investing in cryptocurrencies is going to move us towards adoption, move us towards more people taking a serious look at cryptocurrencies. So this is definitely a good thing for the market. Next up on the agenda, Starbucks clarifies it won't be accepting Bitcoin for coffee. Now, I mentioned an article the other day that talked about Starbucks, how they are partnered with Microsoft and a, and a couple other companies along with ICE, the owner of the New York Stock Exchange, creating a platform called Bakkt, B-A-K-K-T, that is going to help many merchants be able to accept Bitcoin. And Starbucks issued an, several news stories actually skewed the saying you could buy coffee with Bitcoin, go to Starbucks. And that is not really the case. What they're looking for is an exchange platform that will allow people to pay instantly with cryptocurrencies and that will convert it to the U.S. dollar for, that, for the chain. That's going to help a lot more people accept it because they're still getting that true value, that exact value on that day of what they're spending, and they're not having any fluctuations in price. So Starbucks issued several statements today clarifying that. Uh, also, in the news, J.P. Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon is back saying Bitcoin is a scam. That's a scam! All right, but in all seriousness, if you've been following Jamie Dimon, he has been flip-flopping back and forth around his take on cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin and blockchain, and he's always stood behind blockchain, said blockchain is big, but one, one second he'll say Bitcoin is a scam, then he's saying he regrets saying that. Then they say they have executives looking into the cryptocurrency operations in their business. And now again, today he's back to saying it's a scam. He further suggested governments may move to shut down currencies because of an inability to control them. Uh, now that, that statement alone is an oxymoron. They, they're going to shut it down because they can't tr control it. Uh, if they can't control it, which is what cryptocurrency does, it, it takes away the power from governing bodies, from politicians, you know, that's exactly the point behind it. So if they can't control it, how are they going to shut it down? So moving along. So data from blockchain, which Bitcoin's blockchain confirms that the current hash rate of Bitcoin has reached 52 quintillion hashes per second. So first time Bitcoin has reached the threshold, it's increased more than 60% in the last three months. And former Wall Street trader and journalist Max Kaiser, whose Twitter handle is blockchain PMH, tweeted this statement today. Hash rate growth for BTC for last three months is 60%. Even assuming a 10% growth rate, it makes you wonder what sellers are thinking. Must be close to the bottom for crypto, especially Bitcoin and Litecoin. What is he saying? Exactly what we've been talking about. Price action is not reflecting what's going on in the cryptocurrency space. It's only a matter of time before that catches up. Have we seen the bottom? I think so. You know, the only time will tell, but that is what we're looking at. And that is very positive news for Bitcoin. Next up, Goldman Sachs, the second largest investment bank, is holding discussions about becoming one of the first mainstream financial institutions to custody cryptocurrency assets. Now, this is a service that is provided by several cryptocurrency startup companies, such as Coinbase, but Goldman Sachs is the first 
institution that is looking to do that, that would bring a lot more institutional money into cryptocurrency. Now, Goldman Sachs is kind of like Jamie Dimon. If you remember yesterday, we were talking about how their Goldman Sachs analysts were basically saying that they see further downside in Bitcoin and crypto in the cryptocurrency market. So they're saying one thing, their actions are showing something else. I want everybody to read into that so you can see what's really going on. All right, so next up, we are looking at football, NFL, getting involved in a blockchain startup. Hot, hot, hike. All right, so Sportscaster, which is a live streaming platform that allows anyone to become a color, color commentator, recently announced that the NFL Players Association uh, has acquired a minority stake in the company Sportscaster to power live interactive video content for fans. Now, they created FanChain, which allows Sportscaster users to earn tokens for participating on the platform, and those tokens can then be used to unlock premium NFL content, such as backstage access. They can also use it to purchase sports tickets, merchandise, or send virtual gifts to NFL players. So that's a great move, getting, you know, getting some exposure in the NFL and athletes. And basically, Ricky Medina, who is the senior manager of business development for the NFL players, stated today that athletes constantly explore ways to build their personal brands and create creatively connect with their fans. Sportscasters live stream capabilities align perfectly with these goals. So another example of cryptocurrency and blockchain becoming more mainstream. Now let's move on to some crypto education. Let's talk about technical analysis. Technical analysis now, I can dedicate multiple shows to going into detail about technical analysis. What I'm going to give you today is just a couple of resources, a few technical analysis indicators that, that I use to really just at a quick high level glance, look at the market, look at what's going on. And then also, you know, who can you follow to learn more about technical analysis? So what is technical analysis? It's a trading discipline employed to evaluate securities and identify trading opportunities by analyzing statistics gathered from trading activity, such as price movement and volume. So technical analysis is just one indicator. It's a chance that it basically tells you where the cryptocurrency or really any market you're looking at. This could be used for a stock charts or a Forex chart, but basically where is the price action going? Where could it potentially go? It's not 100% accurate. It's basically just to get an understanding of with the most data, where could this trend potentially go? And it doesn't work every time. And that's where a lot of people get wrong. They hear someone post a technical analysis or see someone post it. And whether it's a video or whether it's a post in a Facebook group, and when it doesn't happen, they like to call out those people for being wrong. And, and I want to remind everybody, technical analysis is not going to be 100% right. If you think about it, it's kind of like, you know, if you're right more than you're wrong, then you've got a winning percentage. If there's someone doing technical analysis that's right 80% of the time, that is huge. That is awesome. But most people that don't understand it will sit there and bash someone for that 20% of the time they're wrong. They could be right 90% of the time. And there'll be someone out there that's going to bash them for the 10% of the time they're wrong. So just remember that technical analysis is not always right. It's just an indicator to make a more educated decision on what to do, whether you're looking to invest or you're looking to sell, buy, sell, or trade. So when it comes to technical analysis, remember this. 
they've done studies, you know, 60% of the time it works every time. All right. So moving along. First thing I want to talk about. So TradingView, TradingView.com and also TradingView has an app. That is the, one of the best places to get an understanding of technical analysis and be able to create your own charts. And I would recommend create an account on there. There's free accounts. There's pro accounts, which are paid at this point in the game. Free account can do more than what you need to do. It will allow you to look at different charts, start to learn how to chart out different trading pairs. And it also allow you to look at certain people that post their ideas that you can see and they give a synopsis of what they're posting, why they're posting the charts, what their predictions are based on what the chart sees. And that will help you learn little by little what technical analysis is. So TradingView, like I mentioned before, TradingView.com and the TradingView app. If you want to look at it on the go, I got the TradingView app on my phone. Use it quite often when I want to see what's going on with market action. Don't have time to get to a computer. You know, we have these little supercomputers in our pockets. Go ahead and use them. So I'm only going to talk about three quick, um, three quick indicators that can be used, but there are so many out there. There's so many to learn, but these three can give you a general idea where, what might be happening in the short term of that, of that trend that you're looking at. So relative strength index, also called RSI, which is a momentum oscillator that measures the speed and change of price movements. RSI moves between zero and 100, typically when the RSI line is above 70, it means it's overbought, which means we could see a potential drop. Overbought means there could be a sell-off. And then when it falls below 30, it shows it's oversold, which means it could be a potential accumulation. A lot of buying happen of people buying at that low rate, which could cause the price to spike up. So that is how you use relative strength index on TradingView. You can add that to your chart. Just simply click add, click add indicator, RSI, and you've got it on there. Another one I like to look at is called MACD, M-A-C-D, stands for Moving Average Convergence Divergence. It's basically a trend line that shows a momentum indicator and the relationship between two moving averages of prices. What does that mean? Uh, I would recommend you get some more information online about MACD, but when you learn how to use it, basically it's also another trend indicator which shows when we could potentially see the price making a move up and when you can potentially see the price making a move down. Now, the last one I want to talk about is Bollinger Bands. So Bollinger Bands are basically a set that you can put over the price action of a cryptocurrency on TradingView or any other charting app or site that you're using. And Bollinger Bands typically give you the trend of resistance uh, of what's going on with that cryptocurrency. Typically, when you see something drop below the bottom Bollinger Band, it could be, mean a potential that we could see a, a spike up in price. And when you see something move above the Bollinger Band, the top Bollinger Band, it could mean a potential drop is coming. Also, as the bands get closer together, we see what's called a squeeze, which can indicate a breakout, which you want to look at other indicators that were mentioned here to see where that breakout may be to the upside or to the downside. So that is it for our cryptocurrency broadcast today from no crypto to no crypto. Keep in mind, these news articles that are talked about today will be posted on our Facebook page under the same name from No Crypto to No Crypto. Go ahead and give it a like. And also, if you want to learn a little bit more about getting started in cryptocurrency, we do have a book on Amazon under the same name as this podcast, From No Crypto to No Crypto, A Beginner's Guide to Cryptocurrency. You can get the book. It's in paperback or Kindle ebook form. 
paperback sells for $6.99 on Amazon. And if you buy the paperback, you get the Kindle ebook for free, or you can get the Kindle ebook for $4.99. So that is it for our episodes today. Thank you for listening. And until next time, we'll see you 